Hi, best friends. I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are discussing spooky books that TikTok has influenced us to read. Happy October 1st. This is the day that we are recording this episode. Some of mine, I don't know if I would consider it to be spooky, more so Mm -hmm. just like dark, which could be spooky. Yes. And some of mine are less spooky and more just like witchy. Like festively. Yeah. They're all on theme, but maybe in different ways. Anyway, these are things I've been influenced to read. So I'll just do my first like set. So um, I was actually just telling Caitlin this. Some of these like we we put them into categories, but I think some could kind of like cross over into others. But I would consider these two to be dark romance. So the first one is called Heartless Heathens by Santana Knox. I actually currently have this downloaded on my Kindle. It still needs to be read, but I've heard fantastic things about it. So it has a 4.3 on Goodreads, and it's a gothic why choose romance we love. So it says, hey, over here. No, look up. Yeah, I'm the one they talk about. The headmaster's prized possession locked away in the bell tower of Notre Dame. To most of the students, I was just a myth, an urban legend. The girl who rings the bells up in the tower, the one who talks to gargoyles. So it's very much a retelling of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, I I don't know if she is deformed or not, but she's Frollo's secret. And then they showed up, those heartless heathens, outcasts just like me. But these men aren't just dangerous, they're heartless. They won't abide or bend to the rules of this deranged school and the secrets it keeps from the world. But now that they've found me, they may never let me go. And maybe I wouldn't want them to. Okay, Slay. So it's a kinky version of Hunchback of Notre Dame. What could you even begin (laughs) to ask for? We all wanted to read about Quasimodo getting laid, and now we can. And now we can. You are deformed. I am deformed. And you are ugly. (laughs) And I am ugly. (laughs) Uh, So this next one is called Slashers and Secrets. Um, It's the first book in the Hellcrest Heights series by A.R. Breck. Secrets are meant to be buried until they aren't. And Lake and Ashford has the biggest secret of all. She thought she could get away with it. She should have known better. I never allow her to escape so easily. There's nothing more enjoyable than witnessing her crumble as I taunt her, trick her, and toy with her sanity. Watching her fall apart is a game I'm destined to win. I take my time with her, picking her apart piece by piece until she's at my mercy. The smile behind my mask grows as she fears the slasher in Hellcrest Heights. She pretends to be afraid of me, but at night she falls to her knees as she bends to my will, and I've only just begun. I know Lake and Ashford's biggest secret, and it's me. I'm blushing. <laughs> so this is a masked, uh, I don't know if it's wide shoes um, or if it's a singular, I think it's just one singular man. That's the vibe I'm getting. It's kind of like haunting Adeline type. Yes. So I would consider these two to almost be like more like a thriller-esque instead of like horror. Whereas like with Heartless, Heartless Heathens, I could almost fall... I don't want to say under dark academia because just because it's out of school doesn't mean it's dark academia. Yeah. So yeah, I would say those are like contemporary dark romances with like a thriller-esque vibe. It's really piquing my interest. Um, Something you should know about us is we're deranged. I am so deeply into like masked men that it's like borderline unhealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Tabby actually sent me a meme last night and it was like uh, the the robber breaking into my house at 2 a.m. And then it's like 
<laughs> you standing down the hallway waiting for them because you have like an obsession with masked men <laughs> and I was like I love the idea that you just scare the intruder out of your house yeah it's like insane. I'm not trapped here with you you're trapped here with me buddy <laughs> um yeah so if any of you guys have any suggestions send them my way because I am into that yeah please message us on instagram or email us at the sisters warden at gmail.com thank you so much uh, thank you so much. Okay, so my first category is kind of like witchy rom-coms. Ooh. So we're going to start with The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches by Sangu Mandana. This has a 4.17 on Goodreads, which I feel like is pretty good because there's like over 90,000 ratings. And it's about this isolated witch who there's like a a little society of three witches who are really young and they don't know how to control their powers. So they reach out to this isolated witch and they ask her to please come like teach them. So it's kind of like a found family thing. That's so nice. And there's also there's like this grumpy librarian there who he's kind of like uh, skeptical of her yeah. and I'm pretty sure they have like a little budding romance throughout the, Cute. the novel we love well. like a little grumpy sunshine yes exactly so I think like the definitely there is romance but I think like the main plot is more like kind of found family yeah um wholesome which is so sweet because it's like every witch needs her coven you that's know? so nice <laughs> and then so this is a series, and the series is called The Witches of Thistle Grove by Lana Harper. And the first one is called Payback's a Witch. I've this heard of this. I've heard of this one so many times on TikTok. So this one, um, well, between the four of them, they all kind of average about 3.7 stars on Goodreads, which isn't like the best, but I think some people just, they don't like it when things are too cheesy. And that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. But I would be into it. It's described as like chilling adventures of Sabrina meets the L word. So it's kind of like a a witchy queer rom-com series. And it's like all very dramatic. uh, In the first one, it says Emmy Harlow is a witch, but not a very powerful one, in part because she hasn't been home to the magical town of Thistle Grove in years. Her self-imposed exile has a lot to do with a complicated family history and a desire to forge her own way in the world. And only the very tiniest bit to do with Gareth Blackmore, heir to the most powerful magical family in town and casual breaker of hearts and destroyer of dreams. And then on her first night home, Emmy runs into Talia Avramov, an all-around badass adept in the darker magical arts, who is fresh off a bad breakup with Gareth Blackmore. And so it's kind of like a a little oh sapphic romance between our two girlies. And I'm pretty sure all four of them are about queer love stories. Cute. I love that. I'm 100% sure. But they all look very cute. Mm-hmm. And then the next witchy series are the Glimmer Falls. There's only two so far. Um, these are by Sarah Holly. And the first one is the one that I've seen recommended a bunch. It's called A Witch's Guide to Fake Dating a Demon. And I love anything about demons. <laughs> it reminds me so much I mean, of illness. Um, what's that book series we just read where she accidentally summons wrath? Oh, um, Kingdom of the Wicked. Kingdom of the Wicked. It's a very Kingdom of the Wicked moment. So basically, this is a 3.72 on Goodreads. She's a witch, and she accidentally summons a demon 
but she doesn't want her mom to find out. So she has to like <laughs> pretend it's her boyfriend. <laughs> and then the last like witchy rom-com is the unfortunate side effects of heartbreak and magic. This is by Brianne Randall. It's a 3.67 on Goodreads. That's kind of a low rating. But what really freaking pulled me in is it says for fans of Practical Magic and Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I just can't look away when that's what you're leading with. I'm willing Um, to look past so many things. (laughs) Yeah, I'm willing to look past a lot. Trust me. It's like a witchy rom-com slash cozy mystery where... This girl, um, her name is Sadie, has always believed that the curse of four heartbreaks that accompanies her magic would be worth the price. But when her grandmother is diagnosed with cancer with only weeks to live and her first heartbreak, Jake McNeely, returns to town after a decade, her carefully structured life begins to unravel. Those all sound fantastic. Yeah. Truly. I love those vibes. I need some good rom-coms. I've been reading a lot of just absolutely vile smart so <laughs> we need a palate cleanser i need a little time. palate cleanser okay i will talk about my dark academia picks yes they looked really good so the first one is called cross my heart by roxy sloan um so it has a 3.98 on goodreads which is pretty good that's not terrible yeah no that's good. um and it's an oxford like secret society tight vibe so that's very exciting love anthony st Clair, the future duke of ashford a reckless enigma in my greatest temptation i came here on a mission to uncover the truth about what happened to my sister no matter the cost until i met him say is my password sorry passport to a sensual world of wealth and privilege but something wicked is lurking behind these ivy covered walls secrets those people will kill to protect loyal thing is everything I can't talk today. Loyalty is everything to them, but will it be my ruin? You know, for as much as I read, I think I might be slightly illiterate. <laughs> so very much like, again, dark romance, but make it dark academia. Because um, mm-hmm. you know what? You rarely find dark academia that has like that romance quality to it. Yeah. So when I do find them, I got to snatch them up because... That is like my bread and butter. Yeah, because I read one one time, and I'm not not like coming for this book, but it just wasn't my favorite. It was called Gothicana, which I think is a lot of people yes. like. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, it's dark academia and it's a romance, but like I was not there for the romance in it. Yeah, I Sometimes did like. It's the, also just very poorly done. Yeah, like the romance just wasn't it for me, but like yeah. the. The dark academia vibes were good, and it was kind of paranormal as well. And um, I liked those aspects of it for sure. So the second one is called Noctacadia by Carrie Lake. So this is a four point three four on Goodreads, which is super That's high great. for Goodreads. Yeah. Um, it's a dark atmospheric tale of deadly secrets and forbidden love. So it's like a professor student romance. Stop it! I know, right? Ten out of ten. Um, Immediately so... take my money. I know. Um, So I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's kind of long, but essentially um, this girl's mom dies and she promises to find the cure for like what caused her to pass. Um, And so four years later, she gets this acceptance letter to Dracadia University, um, which is like the most prestigious school in the country. And it's like on an island. 
Oh my God. Uh, Right? Secluded island. And it's supposed to be haunted by the souls of the mental patients exiled there centuries before. Uh, Spooky. Um, And then there's also Deverick Bramwell, who is the campus's Dr. Death, who's a pathologist who runs the Midnight Lab. But basically, they start like a forbidden romance. So I haven't read this one, but honestly, it kind of sounds like Gothicana, but done a little bit better. <laughs> Do you know who it was by? Yeah, Hopefully it's by it's... Runix. So maybe it maybe it started as like a, a Wattpad. Yeah. Another really good Dark Academia one that I did not write down, but I think is like super, super good is called Lovely Bad Things. It's by Trisha Wolf. And it's like serial killer-esque, but also like Dark Academia vibes because it's like a a professor of psychology. And he also teaches like mythology, like other types of mythology. It's very interesting, but I really, really enjoyed that. So that also kind of fits into that Dark Academia vibe. That sounds really good as well. I would say those are those are some of my favorite vibes. It's just hard to find good books in that category mm-hmm. for some reason. I thoroughly enjoyed the lovely bad things. It's called oh. Hollow's Row, the okay. series. Um, so I have a couple dark academia wrecks that I found as well. So I'll I'll go into those next. And the first one is called Curious Tides by Pascal Lassell. And this is the first of the Drowned Gods novels. Apparently, there's also like a prequel, a Drowned Gods prequel. I've seen uh, those. They're really good. Yeah, it says it's described as Ninth House meets A Deadly Education. Uh, the Ninth House uh, series is one of my favorite series. I know. Everyone loves that series. And then the other one I'm going to talk about is also kind of described as Ninth house But this is a 4.3 on Goodreads, so also a good, good rating. But it's a dark academia fantasy following a teen mage who has to unravel the truth behind a secret society that may have been involved in her classmate's death. I love secret society. Yeah. So she's like investigating these like strange drownings. Um, I think they're drownings. Let me see. Yeah, drownings. Drown um, drown gods, drown drownings would make sense. Oh you know? yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> There's also some some romance. Um kind of floating around as well as far as I know and then the next one is called all that consumes us by Erica Waters this has a 4.23 on Goodreads and it's described as ninth house meets the dead in the dark another gothic dark academia novel that um it follows a couple of students in a college academic society her name is Tara And so she shows up, she's in like this amazing like Victorian dormitory and she starts writing, but her stories, it's like she's being kind of like taken over and possessed. Like the stories she's writing are really dark and twisted Mm -hmm. and her dreams are like really spooky. Kind of this presence that she can just feel following her. And so she's basically like trying to figure out what, like what's, attached itself to her but it's also a sapphic romance lots of lots of nice like sapphic spooky romances love that it is their it is truly their time to shine yeah (laughs) this is like a girl's category a girl's genre it's for the girls girls so my last category is horror but make it erotic horror um (laughs) horotica Oh. Herotica, if you will. <laughs> that just sounds like whore. <laughs> well, you know. Um, so the first 
one is called The Sinister Legacy by Harley Beck. And so something that I think is really, really funny is that every single time I've ever read like an erotic horror book, the author's first name has always been Harley. And That's so true. I don't know why, but good for them. And I hope they keep doing what they're doing. Um, So The Sinister Legacy is a 4.31 on Goodreads. Again, super good rating. So it's the daughter of a serial killer going up against like a copycat killer. And so I did horror because it, I guess it gets very dark and twisty, like very quick, which most of the time with serial killers, like it truly does. Like the mindfuck series. So her, the main girl's name is Kira and it says, I was born with darkness in my veins. My name is Kira Hill. I'm the daughter of one of the country's most notorious serial killers. I hide in plain sight, pretending to fit in, pretending I'm not haunted by my father's skeletons. In two months' time, he's scheduled to be executed. With a copycat killer on the loose, my world is turned upside down when I find myself at the center of the killer's twisted mind games, the queen on the chessboard. If I want to win, I must embrace my own darkness, the legacy I've spent my life running from. I must play the game. And then the other guy's name is King slaking um it started out as a silly dare fuck jimmy hill's daughter but it quickly morphed into something far more especially now that the blackwoods is terrorized by a vicious serial killer who has his eyes on kira the girl who's quickly slithering inside my veins i'm the only one who sees her the only one who knows how to purge her darkness the only one twisted enough to match it with my own and offer it back in spades the only problem kira belongs to someone else as if that will ever stop me oh shit and i was kind of hoping like it'd be like (laughs) She falls in love with the copycat. What if he is the copycat killer? Maybe. That could be Amazing. the century. I hope so. Love that. Sometimes I scare myself, though, with the serial killer ones uh, because they can get just very, like, intense. I would say yes. The The most intense books I've ever read have had to do with, like, serial killers. Like, And I think it's just because of, like, a psychological a little... thing. Yeah. It's just, it feels a little too real because like with paranormal stuff or like monster stuff, like you can like separate it. Your brain's mm-hmm. like, like it's not real. Not. Yeah. I oh, read one the other day and I cannot for the life of me remember what the book is called. I'd have to go back on Goodreads, but like I couldn't finish it. And like, I, I can read like a lot of like pretty dark material, but like it was to the point where, like, I was just genuinely, like, uncomfortable, like, mm-hmm. reading the book, and I had to, like, put it down, and I never picked it back up. I um, probably would have about the same limits as you. Like, mutilation is usually where I, like, draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, graphic mutilation. Uh, um, what was probably the the hardest book for me to get through ever was actually Den of Vipers. I hated that book. That one was a bit too far for me. Um, the other erotic horror book is actually, it's a trilogy that I have read. Um, I'm finishing the third book right now and it's super, super good. So it's called The Souls Trilogy by Harley LaRue. So combined, it has a 4.36 average on Goodreads. It's about demons and it's about a cult. And I love a good cult book. I really do. So the first one is called Her Souls to Take, um, and it's about this girl named Raylan and then a demon named Leon. And so Raylan is supposed to be a sacrifice for this cult. And so it kind of just follows like her trying to evade them and like with the help of Leon. And then the second one's called Her Soul for Revenge, and it's about Juniper and then another demon named Zane, who's actually friends with Leon. So it's all interconnected. Um, And Juniper actually had been sacrificed 
or they attempted to sacrifice her the same cult because they have to have these three sacrifices to like revive this god Mm -hmm. and juniper escapes and so they end up taking her brother instead and so she's on like a path of revenge and that's not a spoiler because that's literally within the first page of the book and then the third one this which is the one i'm reading it's called um soul of a witch and so it's about um this girl named everly and her father is actually the leader of this cult trying to revive um this like god oh shit and so, it is so good <laughs> they sound good i know you've told me about those before um the only thing i will say about this one is that i well for any of them honestly check the trigger warnings because it is very intense and it's very very spooky um and just in terms of like some of like the sexual material in them it is what i would describe to be extremely taboo um so (laughs) (laughs) question mark like perhaps (laughs) um I thought it was great, but other people might not. So yeah, I would just check well, the trigger. Yeah, that's exactly like what we were just saying. Like, there's some things that like we've read and we've been like, oh, that's a little too much. But like, um, yeah, I would just say anytime you're reading some kind of dark romance book, like regardless of the subgenre, I would check your trigger warnings. Yes. Okay, so my last category is also kind of like just um. I I put like kind of spooky. I would say these are more like paranormal. The first one is called The Haunting of Blackwood House. And there are actually um, a couple of these because there's one called The Haunting of Graham House as well. And it's like a short story. Mm -hmm. But the main novel is this one. It's by Darcy Coates. And it's got a 3.85 on Goodreads. And... um. It follows this lady named Mara. She's the daughter of spiritualists. So, like, her childhood, basically, she grew up around parents were doing, like, seances and, like, like, they were kind of, like, scam artists. She's a big skeptic and she's, like, I'm sick of that being in my life. So, she vowed she'd never allow superstition or false religion into her life again. And so, her and her fiancé, Neil, like, they're very, like, rational like scientific people um they purchased this house called blackwood house and they're warned about strange occurrences in it um but they're basically like nah because you know she's like it's all bullshit they're the people at the beginning of like the horror movie they are and so it's basically about this couple that buys this (laughs) this haunted house the other one i've actually read this one um it's called home before dark by riley sager this book, it's a 4.08 on Goodreads. I agree. I rated it four stars when I read it. Maggie Holt, she is told that 25 years ago, she lived in this this house called Bainberry Hall. Uh, it was a Victorian estate in the woods. And she lived there with her parents. She was a really young child. They only lived there for three weeks before they just fled in the middle of the night. It's inspired by like the Amityville horror. How like oh, the family? I love the Amityville yes, horror. Yes, <gasps> exactly. So, so this book is really it's a good vibe. And so Maggie, now twenty five years later, she for her career she restores old homes, and um, she was too young at the time to like have any memory of what her parents always told her happened. Um, oh, I left out part of it. Her father wrote a book about it, and like the family 
became like famous, like mm-hmm. in Amityville horror. So she's also not only does she not remember any of it, but she's like sick of that shit. Like she yeah. is so annoyed by all of it. But now in the present day, her father has passed away and left her this old house. They still own it. And since she restores old homes, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to restore it. And I'm getting rid of that shit because she doesn't want anything to do with like the fame that's attached to it, basically. So it's about her kind of returning to this house and like revisiting those, all those mysterious things that she can't remember. But then now as she's there as an adult, some spooky things are happening. And she's like, well, was this story actually real? I don't normally like just horror books. Mm -hmm. I usually like there to be like some kind of like romance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, more of a romance girly. And so usually I don't just read horror by itself. But I really did like this novel. And it made me want to read other things by this author in the future. I think it sounds amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. One more that just kind of like a little consolation mention here. Oh, yes. Um, so H.D. Carlton, who wrote um, The Cat and Mouse Duet, which is like haunting and hunting Adeline, made a spinoff book that was basically like a novella, but it was for Sibby. Um, and it was called Satan's Affair. But she has actually decided that she is going to do a duet for Sibby. The name of the book has not been released yet, but it is coming out January 28th. I wanted to put that out there too, because um, I think Satan's Affair probably would fall in with like that horror erotica type vibe. It would be a really good spooky read for this time of the season. Oh my God. Sibby's so crazy. I I can't wait to read her stuff because I haven't even read the novella. I need to know more about the henchmen. I really do. (laughs) I really do. So that wraps up our mini So we're doing two mini-sodes in a row um, just to take a little break because we did back-to-back-to-back episodes with The Hunger Games. We just needed some time. Um, so join us next week. We are discussing our haunting childhood ghost stories that have traumatized us. The week after, we are starting our book series for this month. So the first one is The X-Hex by Rachel Hawkins. And it's also a witchy rom-com. And then there's a uh, second one called The Kiss Curse that we'll be doing a couple weeks after The X-Hex. So join us next week as we discuss our childhood ghost stories. We'll talk to you next time. And as always, let's get lit. I already am. <laughs>